Welcome to Arvind's People, where I, Arvind, get to talk to some of my favorite people. Today, I'm here with the proctor of Tiger TV, Mr. Reese. How are you today? I'm good, Arvind. It's good to be here. I'm excited to be one of your first people. Yep, so am I. Um, so you're obviously the teacher for Tiger TV. How long have you been uh, doing this kind of thing? This is my sixth year um, here at Blue Valley High School. It's my sixth year as a teacher. Um, I student taught for the teacher that was here before me for one semester. So uh, if you count that, this would be my 13th semester. Okay, so does that, does, did that kind of, uh, being the student teacher, that help you take over in the transition of getting to know the program and maybe getting to know the students a little bit? Absolutely. It was huge. Um, I got very lucky with my, um, the process of becoming a teacher. I just uh, was randomly assigned to this high school. Um, and the teacher here was happening to retire at the end of that semester. So um, he was a, a great mentor for me, uh, Mr. Denny Brand. And he was a big influence in me getting this job. And I can't imagine going into a high school and a program that you know nothing about and having to become the broadcast teacher because there's a lot that goes on or that there's a lot that goes into it. And having a semester to kind of get my feet wet was was a big help for me. So does that mean as a student teacher, you didn't choose to come here? You, it just randomly happened that you just happened to be coming to the school? Correct. So the way it worked for me was... Um, I got to I got to put down three school districts that I would like for them to put me in uh, to student teach. And I was already living in Johnson County. So my three school districts were Olathe, Shawnee Mission and Blue Valley that I requested. And then um, and I got to rank them. So Blue Valley was my number one ranking. And then they found a school for me and, and they do it like they put me here on purpose. Like they knew that he was um, getting ready to retire. So they thought that this would be a, a good place for me. Um, and, and it was, so I was very thankful. That seems like a pretty good uh, experience to get to, to make it easier to come and take over the, the program. So was, was the Tiger TV program here before you got here then? Yes, it was. So uh, Mr. Brand started this up in the year 2000. So wow. we're in the twenty. 20th year, the 2000, 2001 school year. So this is the 20th year. We probably should have done something to, to recognize <laughs> that, but, but it looked very different uh, back in the day. Like it wasn't even, it wasn't really Blue Valley's Tiger TV. It was a district thing. They did it at district office. If I remember correctly, actually, I think it goes back into the nineties at district office. Um, I, I don't know the history super well, but um, yeah, it's been around for a while. So I definitely was, um, just picking up where, where they left off. Right. And you mentioned that you were a student teacher other than being a student teacher. Was there any kind of broadcasting experience you had other than that? Yeah. So I went to college at Pittsburgh state, go Rillas, um, uh, to be a broadcaster, not necessarily to be a teacher. So, um, I got a lot of broadcast experience, um, in college. And then I worked at a TV news station for four and a half years. So, uh, I worked at KCTV5, the CBS station in Kansas City, um, for four and a half years, like I said. And then after about two years of doing that, I realized I didn't want to do it forever. And teaching was always something that I had in the back of my mind. So 
um, I started looking into how to become a teacher. And I found a program that allowed me to take online classes while still working at channel five. So I did that for a year and a half um, until I student taught. So I, I worked at channel five all the way up until the day before my first day of student teaching. And then I had to quit channel five and, and I became a teacher. What exactly, because uh, you mentioned you were working on channel five, were you kind of the behind the scenes guy working on some of the technical stuff of the, uh, of the broadcasting production? Correct. Um, I was a director. So I started off as a studio technician, which was working with the studio cameras and the lights and the teleprompter and some of that behind the scenes stuff, kind of, you know, entry level job right out of college. And then, um, but they hired me for the idea of training me to become a director. And so after a year, maybe two, I started directing newscasts as well. So I was pushing the buttons and um, if you were watching the news on channel five, then there was a good chance. I was the one, um, kind of making it happen and, and, and pressing the buttons to, to make it work. So it was a lot of fun. Um, I'll keep going a little bit, but it, it was a lot of fun for the four and a half years I did it. I, then it kind of got stale and, um, it just was pretty repetitive and, I looked around at some of my coworkers who were a few decades older than me. And as much as I loved them as people and I really enjoyed working with them, uh, I, that I could tell that wasn't what I wanted my life to be like for, for the next 20 years. So. So was it like you were, it was repetitive as in the daily routine was just the same every day, or was it like you were producing the same stories every day or like what kind of was repetitive about it? That's a good question. Um, the stories, if you watch local news enough, you'll, you'll realize that the stories are kind of repetitive <laughs> as well, but, but more so the, just the daily routine and um, the difference differences were like the stories. So, but the only time it was really exciting was when normally when something bad was happening in the world or in the area, you know what I mean? Like if there yeah, was yeah. breaking news because there was a fire or because there was a murder or because there was, you know, some of these, and that can drain on you also. Cause, um, in a way, and this sounds sick, but in a way, those are the things you're, you like look forward to as, right. as a, as a direct, at least, at least I did. Um, and again, that sounds more, twisted, but more viewers, right. When there's more, well, yeah. And, and viewers wasn't, I never concerned myself with viewers cause that wasn't my part of the job. I wasn't a boss. So it didn't really impact me, but, um, it would change the routine. I, you'd have to be on your toes more. The way our system was ran was it was all automatic. So you would code, I, I won't go into all the details, but you would code the show before, and then you would just press a button. But when it's breaking news, it's live changing. The producer's talking to you. It's high energy. It's high intensity. Um, it's high alert. It's, it's your, your senses are really activated. Um, on a normal day, you could almost sleepwalk through your job. Um, and so that, that was the, just the monotony that I was ready to get out of. Yeah. And I think, you know, obviously being a teacher is a little bit more on your toes all the time. Cause you got every year, you got different students and each student has their own personality and you're probably working with a lot of, you know, other teachers as well. 
Absolutely. Um, so what exactly as the proctor of the Tiger TV, I think I can call it a program because it's not necessarily just a yes. class. Uh, what exactly do you do like maybe on a day-to-day -day or week-to-week -week basis? So it's definitely a program. And that's something that um, I try to instill in my, my students, although I don't think I do a great job with that. I need to do better with that. Um, because it, it's different than a regular class. And because it's a program, um, I try, it's, it's almost like, I, I liken it because I coach sports as well. I liken it to just like you have your sports program, we've got this program and we're trying to, to build it. So I'm always trying to look into the future um, and trying to see how we can improve what we do and, and continue to build. So if we're still doing the same things the same way today that we were six years ago, then I've done a bad job um, because we're still the same program we were six years ago. Oh, there's a lot advanced technology. There's advanced everything, you know, that, that we need to stay up with that and we need to continue to grow and we need to continue to strive to get better. Um, so that's kind of what, what my thought process is as when I'm trying to prep for, for the Tiger TV class. Um, the hard part with that is, like you said, I mean, I'm always working with new students. So while I've been here six years, my students may have only been here one semester. And so it's, so I got to figure out a way to, um, to bring them up to speed in a way that allows them to keep growing our, our program, um, which is a challenge. And the other part of that is um, I might have five students that are in it for the very first semester. I might have five students that are in it for the second semester. I might have a couple students that are in it for the fourth semester. So we got to find a way to work with all of those people and utilize the strengths of the more advanced students to help bring up the, the, the strengths of the less, less experienced students. Um, I don't know if that really answered your question, but uh, it's, it's, it's a challenge, but it's a fun challenge. Yeah, I think it's definitely, you know, from being in the class, I think it's, I like how it's more of a, you kind of can do what you want. Yes. And you were talking about how you want to expand the class. I think this year, especially we've, we're starting new stuff like the live streams, I think is going really well. And uh, I'm really excited to see what's going to happen in the future. Obviously I'm only here for one more year, but you know, in the future, you know, this, pro this type of program can go, you know, a long way. And um you know, every day I see you really stressed about, you know, the job and stuff. And, you know, you can take that both ways. You can take it as a bad thing that you're stressed, but you can, but as a student, I see it as a good thing because it shows that you really do care about the program. Would you say that's true? Absolutely. Um, I, I, I do get, I do get stressed at times. <laughs> um, I got, I got a lot going on and I'm not, I am not great at um, time management and organization. And that is, those are two skills that are very important with being a leader of a program. And so that just kind of adds stress to it as well, which is self-induced. So uh, I'm trying to work on that. Um, and this year, like you, you, 
you've only been in Tiger TV this year. So you right. only know Tiger TV from a pandemic system. Um, and like you said, we've changed things this year, even regardless of the pandemic. Um, you mentioned you like how it's kind of a, a you class. And, and that's something that I've changed more this year. Um, because like I said, we're always trying to grow the class. And I, I thought I've been thinking for a couple of, of years and we finally got it changed a little bit to where um, in order to grow the class, I need to find a way to allow my students to focus on their strengths. And we used to do just the same thing over and over. And honestly, it reminded me of KCTV5 and, and being kind of pigeonholed into one job. And I wanted, and, and not maximizing everybody's strengths. And any leader of a program knows that to successfully build your program, you need to maximize your, your, your people's strengths. And so um, I started trying to let people choose what they wanted to focus on and doing that in a hybrid schedule, doing that in an all virtual schedule, doing that in a, a schedule where I only see students once a week um, has been very challenging. And I'm still glad we made the change this year because this year was going to be chaotic anyways. So I added to the chaos, but uh, if we can figure out how to be successful this year, then I, it makes me really excited to see what we can um how we can continue to grow it once we get back to a, a more normal school year. So that has added to my stress this year as well, which you have seen uh, right. firsthand quite a bit. So obviously there are a lot of, you know, good and bad things about the program. What would you say is your favorite part about being the, the proctor of this program? There's no question, hands down. And this is any teacher most likely, but especially with a program like this is seeing the success of the students. Um, and when we're able, when we put together just a killer show or someone um, puts together a, a great package or like you were talking about the live streaming, pulling off some of this live streaming stuff that we've done. Um, and we've gotten to a point again within the program that has a lot of that is, I mean, obviously I advise, but it's really student produced and student ran and student created and seeing students um, challenge themselves and, and put themselves out there um, and, and being successful is, is awesome. And, and that's why I'm here. It's, it's, it's what I hope to do. And it's by far the best part. So we obviously mentioned the, the stress, obviously. Would you say that's your least favorite part of, of having to be on the job? Maybe. Uh, sometimes. Sometimes when I'm here at nine o'clock at night and I wonder why am I doing this? Why is, what's the point? Why am I, why, why am I going through this? Um, because that definitely creeps in sometimes. But to counter that, and, and maybe this isn't the politically correct answer or, or, or the best answer, but um, just like the best part is when students succeed. Some of the frustrating parts is when, um, I see lack of 
effort and commitment from the students. Um, and again, that's probably not the politically correct answer, but sometimes it's hard to put in work on my end when I don't know if it's being reciprocated from the student end. Um, right. And I think that's something that I, as a student, also think about teachers where if a teacher is maybe not, you know, not feeling it or not, you know, putting in, you, you couldn't tell that they're not putting in much effort as a yeah. student, it really makes you tune out from, from the class and it makes you not look forward to want to go to that, that room every day. But I think from my personal experience, you do a really good job of, of keeping it, you know, lighthearted. And uh, I always enjoy coming to the class every day. Well, thank you. And I agree. I, it yeah. should work both ways. Um, teachers should be, should be bought. If the teachers aren't bought in and the students shouldn't be. And when the students aren't bought in, it's frustrating from this. We still got to be bought in from the teacher standpoint, but um, it can be frustrating. And then, I don't know, maybe that's not the best answer because because that's not, I mean, students are great. Um, that's very <laughs> rare. It's very rare that that happens. Um, and it's happening less and less throughout the years. Um, just, I would say maybe sometimes the time commitment that that goes into it uh, can be can be tough. Um, and to be to be fair, I am not always as prepared as I need to be too. So, I mean, it definitely, definitely goes both ways. I'm not always locked in as I need to be. Right. And uh, so when you're making this program, obviously as the students, it's, it's kind of hard to put your, put your ideas out there, put what you do out there in front of the whole school, which is what the show goes in front of. So how does it make you feel as like the leader of those students, like per se, that when you see people maybe criticize the production quality or something of the, of the show that's going out? Uh, it's frustrating. It's something that you have to learn to deal with as a broadcaster, as anybody that puts themselves out there, like you said, um, because there's always going to be critiques and criticism and, and, and potential negativity. Um, when I hear it, uh, I try really hard to explain why why something might have looked like it did um to if i hear if someone's if someone's saying to me dude what what was that that was that was terrible um i'll kind of explain the process that went into it and then if i'm talking to the student that produced that content i might ask them and be like because sometimes i mean stu the students that create it sometimes are the hardest ones on themselves um and okay so what what why why didn't this come out the way you wanted it to and normally it's because they didn't put in the work that they needed to right right um i would say as far as like when i have anchors um i mean we, we do our shows live in normal years and we've got anchors up here live in front of the whole school like you said and that is super putting yourself out there i never criticize there there's never anything negative about that if you're willing to to come in here and be an anchor. So then when I hear people say, eh, they weren't the best anchors, then I just flat come back. Let's see, let's see you do it. I right. mean, and because I think, because I mean, I've, when we were in broadcast one, we obviously tried to do the show and you know, being the anchor, I think was, was definitely the hardest part. Cause you got to sound upbeat while reading the teleprompter and even reading the teleprompter sometimes isn't easy because you got to sometimes squint your eyes and you're kind of maybe reading a little bit slower than normal talking would, would, would right. sound. So I think it's 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 really difficult, I think, to be an anchor. And I think 
that when people criticize that part, especially to students who obviously are not professional anchors and they don't have any have any training in that kind of thing, I think that's really you know unnecessary. Yeah, I agree, and um, it's something that I just tell the anchors ahead of time. Is some people may not love it, but you got to be able to have thick skin to accept that, and and I'll let you know that how you did. And right, and I think you just mentioned thick skin. And I think that's really important where, you know, students will learn a lot. And that's not necessarily just about broadcasting, but about, you know, being able to take criticism maybe from, from your peers. And instead of, you know, being down, you kind of take it and then you make yourself better afterwards. And I think, you know, Tiger TV can also bring those kind of life lessons. Wouldn't you say so? Absolutely. I think um, the most important skills that I teach, and again, I don't emphasize this enough to the students um, and I need to, is communication skills, um, problem solving skills, um, teamwork skills, working with working with others. Uh, those are the things that, and they always happen, whether the student realizes it or not. I think I need to do a better job of pointing out that those skills are are happening because those are the skills that are going to be super beneficial for the rest of of their lives if i always tell people that if students leave my class and they never edit another video again that's that doesn't i don't care as long as they've become better at all those other skills you know what i mean like I, i'm not trying to create a whole slew of editors i'd like for some people to get into that because right. that's, that's fun to see um but I know that not, it's going to be a minority. And so, but I want everybody to get those more life skills um, from the class for sure. And you mentioned teamwork. And I think that this year teamwork maybe isn't, it's not as easy to, to emphasize, especially because COVID, you can't have as many people around. And so how else has that kind of hampered what you're trying to do with the, with the program this year? It's been a lot. I first semester this year, and I, I told all my classes uh, the first week, of second semester that I did a bad job first semester because first of all, you're right. Teamwork has been tough. And so I haven't emphasized that as much. And honestly, I think that's been okay. We, we just have had to make some sacrifices. Everybody, no matter what class it is, has had to make some adjustments. Um, but first semester, I definitely lowered my own personal bar on the program. And we talked about that at the beginning of the podcast, how I want to build every semester. And we didn't build first semester. Um, and not just because we had less teamwork is I let people slide a little bit. And I'm trying to be tougher about that this semester. Um, we have a show next week. Um, our deadline is in a few days. We'll see how, how, the, how that goes. Um, but it, it's definitely been hard. I, I mean, and I'm still working to try to figure out how to, how to manage that, but it's, it's had an impact for sure. Right. And I can't wait till we're uh, back in school. Cause I think that this, this program is really, uh, it's a really great thing for the school to have. And, you know, I hope it goes on for many years, but, uh, you know, unfortunately that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank Mr. Reese very much for coming on. Uh, and that's it. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.